Hello and welcome to episode 411 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Sunday, January the 15th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin by honoring Our Lady with prayers to the Divine Mother for every day in the week. This is Sunday's prayer by St. Alphonsus Liguri, entitled Prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to Obtain the Forgiveness of Our Sins. Behold, O Mother of God, at thy feet a miserable sinner, a slave of hell who has recourse to thee and trusts in thee. I do not deserve that thou shouldest even look at me, but I know that thou, having seen thy son die for the salvation of sinners, hast the greatest desire to help them. I hear all call thee the refuge of sinners, the hope of those who are in despair and the help of the abandoned. Thou art then my refuge, my hope, and my help. Thou hast to save me by thy intercession. Help me for the love of Jesus Christ. Extend thy hand to a miserable creature who has fallen and recommends himself to thee. I know that thy pleasure is to help a sinner to thy utmost. Help me, therefore, now that thou canst do so. By my sins I have lost divine grace, and with it my soul. I now place myself in thy hands. Tell me what I must do to recover the favor of my Lord, and I will immediately do it. He sends me to thee, that thou mayest help me, and he wills that I should have recourse to thy mercy, that not only the merits of thy son, but also that thy intercession may help me to save my soul. To thee, then, I have recourse. Do thou who prayest for so many others, pray also to Jesus for me. Ask him to pardon me, and he will forgive me. Tell him that thou desirest my salvation, and he will save me. Show how thou canst enrich those who trust in thee. Amen. Thus I hope, thus it may be. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. What follows is entitled The Enduring Relevance of Our Lady's Message of Fatima, and it's by Andrew Sasonic and David Rodriguez from the Fatima Center, located at Fatima.org, and it was initially published on December 30th. 2022, so a couple of weeks ago. It begins, as 2022 draws to a close and we begin a new year, it is appropriate to reflect upon the Fatima Center's immediate purpose, to widely make known the ever-increasing urgency of the message of Fatima. We are living in, quote, Fatima time. Our Lady's prophecies and Sister Lucia's dire warnings continue to play out in current events. Even Pope Benedict XVI proclaimed, in reference to the third secret, on May 13, 2010, in Fatima before 500,000 pilgrims, quote, whoever thinks that the prophetic mission of Fatima is concluded deceives himself, end quote. And Pope John Paul II stated the following during a discussion with a select group of German Catholics in Fulda, Germany, in November 1980, quote, on the other hand, it should be sufficient for all Christians to know this much. If there is a message in which it is said that the oceans will flood entire sections of the earth, that from one moment to the other, millions of people will perish, 
there is no longer any point in really wanting to publish this secret message. We must prepare ourselves to suffer great trials before long, such as will demand of us a disposition to give up even life and a total dedication to Christ and for Christ. With your and my prayer, it is possible to mitigate this tribulation, but it is no longer possible to avert it because only thus can the church be effectively renewed. How many times has the renewal of the church sprung from blood? This time too, it will not be otherwise. We must be strong and prepared and trust in Christ and his mother and be very, very assiduous in praying the rosary, end quote. Furthermore, Bishop Amaral, the third Bishop of Fatima in a speech in Vienna, Austria on September 10, 1984, stated the following, quote, its content concerns only our faith. To identify the third secret with catastrophic announcements or with a nuclear holocaust is to deform the meaning of the message. The loss of faith of a continent is worse than the annihilation of a nation. And it is true that faith is continually diminishing in Europe. End quote. Then in a public interview in 1995, adding a crucial bit of evidence, Bishop Amaral stated, before I asserted in Vienna in 1984 that the third secret concerned only our faith and the loss of faith, I had consulted Sister Lucia and first obtained her approval. Well, I'm going to add a few comments here. Um, if that's the case, I believe he was talking to an imposter because it seems that the real Sister Lucia had vanished a long time ago and in 1967 was replaced by an imposter. What happened to Sister Lucia? That is one of the great questions of our time. And it's something that we certainly will have to delve into further on the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. The next section says, it is urgent that Russia be consecrated. After March 25, 2022, many Catholics thought the proper consecration of Russia might have been accomplished. It has not. The current events of the past nine months have shown clearly to all that God is still awaiting the proper consecration of Russia. I'll hold up again at this point. When it happened at the time, we saw Russia being consecrated along with the Ukraine, of course. But the Ukraine at certain points of history has been part of Poland and part of Russia. That's what the Ukraine means, the borderlands. That's why I still call it the Ukraine and not simply Ukraine. But you had the Pope and the overwhelming majority of the bishops of the world consecrating Russia to the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Mother. That's what she asked for. But we still haven't seen the five first Saturdays devotion promulgated. And we still haven't seen the conversion of Russia or peace in the world. As a matter of fact, we seem to be sitting on the precipice of World War III over what really is uh, basically a, a border skirmish between the Ukraine and Russia, egged on, of course, by um, the empire known as the United States of America. So I thought at the time, this is what the Blessed Mother had, had asked for. But when we see the results and we see Russia not being converted, we see no real change in the world for the better. There certainly isn't peace in the world. I tend to wonder. 
I tend to wonder. Mr. Sasonic and Mr. Rodriguez continue by saying, when that happens, Our Lady will promptly respond by fulfilling her infallible promises. Nevertheless, during these past nine months, the Fatima Center has been asked, what is your purpose now? This question still seems relevant, but from the extreme at the other end of the spectrum, there are those who know Russia is not consecrated, see the signs of the times, read other prophecies and believe the consecration of Russia will be too late and is therefore no longer relevant. This is the error we particularly seek to correct in this essay. The next section is entitled, A Troubling Question. Consider the following question recently sent to the Fatima Center. Pardon my bluntness, but I wonder just what the center's purpose now is. Like his predecessors, Jorge Bergoglio has disobeyed Mary by failing to release the full third secret and to consecrate Russia as Mary requested. Devout Catholics, the few that remain, are aware of the first Saturday and the scap of their promises, though, per my polling, they do not execute, lazily relying hazily on God's mercy. The warning or illumination of conscience is due in this generation, per Luz de Banilla, which means it will happen no later than 15 or so years from now. Okay, this person I'm going to add here, this person is talking about um, an apparition, I, an alleged apparition, I believe, associated with a supposed, a supposed appearance of Our Lady of Garabandal in Spain. That is not approved by the church, just like Medjugorje is not approved by the church. And Mr. Sasanic and Mr. Rodriguez will mention that later on in this article. So the person who sent this email says, but Father Rodriguez, a Canadian priest who started a new religious fraternity, suggests it is imminent. The rapid deterioration of societal fabric suggests he is right. The warning will be the perfection of mercy with it behind us and the three days to follow. And again, this is me, Terrence, I'm standing adding this. The three days of, of darkness is not something you have to believe to be a good Catholic. Why continue a mission that looks like it will be overcome by world events? Even Mary has said that the consecration will come late. When is that? Now it looks like it could be well into the new era of peace, heaven on earth, following the three days of darkness, at which point it will be of little to no import since the global population will have been largely purified. So here's the response from the Fatima Center in the next section entitled, How Do We Address These Confused Matters? First, it should be clearly stated that the Fatima Center's raison d'etre remains the same as always, obedience by all, both church hierarchy and laity, to Our Lady's full message of Fatima. That obedience has most certainly not been accomplished. Russia has not yet been consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, nor has it converted to the Catholic faith. Neither has the third secret been revealed. Furthermore, very few people practice the first Saturday devotion requested by Our Lady, and a very low percentage of Catholics pray the rosary daily, offer prayer and penance, wear the brown scapular faithfully, or have consecrated themselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Thus, it is of the greatest urgency that we spread the message of Fatima to everyone we know. To this end, the Fatima Center has recently mailed out a very helpful trifold leaflet titled Fatima in Brief. Please distribute this to everyone you know. Second, if someone is aware of the realities expressed in the question above and understands the content of Fatima in brief, 
then he should also clearly understand why the Fatima Center's purpose is more pressing now than ever before. All such devotees of Our Lady must be working with a greater urgency. David Rodriguez addressed this urgency in his talk, Fatima and the Kingship of Christ, at our recent conference in New Hampshire, Fatima, the moment has come. Third, and perhaps the least addressed and most misunderstood, is the fact that once Russia is consecrated and converted, the Fatima Center's purpose will be inestimably more important. Following Our Lady's prodigious miracles and the conversion of Russians and millions more, there will be countless souls who need to be catechized in the faith and taught about devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The church in the East will have to be reunited with the West, for there can be no era of peace without unity under the Vicar of Christ. All those who have worked with the Fatima Center for decades will then be well disposed to be used by God as his instruments to spread the devotions of the Rosary, the Brown Scapular, the Immaculate Heart, and the Sacred Heart throughout the East. The next section is, be careful with contemporary, quote, prophecy. This is very, very important. Regarding the prophecies of Father Michel Rodriguez, they have not been approved by the church. Thus, they cannot be considered as, quote, fact. In fact, no church authority has supported these prophecies and his own bishop has disavowed them. They do contain suspect material. For example, he states that during the alleged illumination of conscience, small tongues of fire will land on every soul during this process, which will last about 15 minutes. Every soul will encounter our blessed Lord. Regarding the latter statement, that will certainly occur at each person's particular judgment at the moment of death, when our Lord mets justice to the wicked and grants eternal reward to the good. The warning or illumination of conscience is not taught by the Catholic Church. It may happen or it may not. If it does happen, we really don't know in what it will consist or when it will happen. This could be reserved for the time of the Antichrist. Thus, Catholics should not base their lives and especially the salvation of their souls on the possibility of it occurring, let alone assume that such a prophetic event will happen within their lifetime. God has given us the Ten Commandments and the duties of our state to guide our spiritual lives. Our Lady of Fatima has provided us with the most important message of our time. That is sufficient warning for us to live our lives appropriately. An era of peace will not come before the proper consecration. The triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary is an era of peace. We know this will happen because she has promised it. Only after that time of peace will we see the rise of the Antichrist and the second coming of Christ. We are clearly not yet at that stage, though it appears we are at an end of an age and this age will possibly end cataclysmically. How badly depends on our obedience to Our Lady of Fatima and the message she gave us there. We also don't have a timeline or guarantee on the three days of darkness. They may or may not occur in this age. If they do, they could be at a time when many unfaithful bishops perish and then the few remaining obey and consecrate Russia. Or these days could happen as a result of the consecration. That could be when God purges the world and brings about an age of peace. Or they could happen later in the final days of Antichrist. Since the three days of darkness are not taught by the church's ordinary and universal magisterium, there is also the possibility that they may not happen at all. At our recent conference in Manchester, New Hampshire, Father James Maudsley 
made a good point in one of the Q&A sessions, the video of which will soon be released online. Some people asked about the three days of darkness and illumination of conscience. He spoke about how people are far too interested in these sensational things, of which we know little and which come through private revelation, some not church approved. And yet Catholics don't even read the Old Testament well, which is definitely God's word and contains, by the use of types, all that will happen. Father insisted we should first read the Old Testament several times before attempting to deal with these contemporary prophetic messages. And I would just like to add, I definitely agree with that. You don't have to believe in any sort of apparition, even the ones that are proved by the church to be a good Catholic. And the ones that are not approved, such as Medjugorje and Garabandal, stay away from. I believe it was St. John of the Cross who said, if something isn't approved by the church, you know, believe that it's from the devil. Just stay away from it. So if there's uh, an alleged apparition of our Lord or Our Lady and it's not approved by the church, just ignore it would be the best advice I could possibly give you. That might make some people angry who are believers in Medjugorje, but there's a lot of disobedience uh, from priests and from laity also in regards to the supposed messages of Medjugorje. I know Dr. E. Michael Jones wrote a book about Medjugorje. Uh, it seems like a lot of stuff that's happening there is satanic. Of course, God can draw good out of evil. I also know people say, well, I came back from Medjugorje and I wanted to pray the rosary every day and my life was completely changed. That, that's, that's possible because our Lord draws good from evil. But I would say ignore Medjugorje because there's a lot of bad stuff associated with it and it's not approved by the church. The local bishop has the charism to decide on things like that. And the last two bishops there um, for whatever uh, province contains uh, Medjugorje, that diocese there have said, we do not believe that anything uh, of a godly origin, anything of a supernatural origin has has happened here. The next section is, it is never too late. The questioner states, why continue a mission that looks like it will be overcome by events? Even Mary has said that the consecration will come late. The consecration of Russia should have taken place in 1929. Even in 1931, our Lord already said it was late. God requires prompt obedience and we should not delay. So we've known for decades that it will happen, quote, late. However, it is never too late to obey Our Lady of Fatima. Our Lady appeared to Sister Lucia in Tui, Spain on June 13, 1929 to make her formal request for the consecration of Russia. Then in 1931 at Rianjo, Spain, since the Pope and the Catholic bishops still had not obeyed Our Lady, our Lord told Sister Lucia, it is never too late to have recourse to Jesus and Mary. Our Lady's command can't be overcome by events, nor bypassed, nor superseded. This is because God is almighty and he is in absolute control of all history. There is nothing that men or demons can do to throw God's plan off track. We strongly exhort all the faithful to never doubt Our Lady's words or promises. We should read and reread, ponder, meditate, and trust Our Lady's words at Fatima instead of reading the alleged prophecies 
of unconfirmed sources. The next section is only Our Lady can help us. We must obey Our Lady and encourage everyone we know to do so. And it is urgent that we do so now. The hour is clearly late, yet the proper consecration of Russia will never be of little import. Why would Our Lady come from heaven to formally ask for the consecration of Russia, knowing that it would be of little to no import? She certainly demonstrated by her prophecies of July 13, 1917, that she knew what the future held for humanity. And God will not allow things to get better without that obedience to Our Lady. And the day of reparation, for example, only she can help us now. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. A 2023 New Year resolution. Therefore, we urge every Catholic to obey Our Lady's message of Fatima. Please pray and do penance for the Pope and our hierarchy that they will consecrate Russia correctly and reveal the third secret in toto. And resolve this year to, number one, live her message more faithfully, and two, tell at least ten more souls about her message. Cease offending God and remain in the state of grace. The penance God requests of each of us is that we obey his commandments and fulfill the duties of our state. Let us raise up to the Queen of Heaven a great Roman Catholic SOS. And the acronym for that is R-C-S-O-S. R, pray your rosary every day. C, consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. S, wear the brown scapular faithfully. O, offer prayer and penance. S, practice the first Saturday devotion every month. Once again, pray your rosary every day, consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, wear the brown scapular faithfully, offer prayer and penance, practice the first Saturday devotion every month. Why have the Gentiles raged and the people devised vain things? The Lord hath said to me, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee from the introit for Christmas Midnight Mass, Psalm 2, verses 1 and 7. And then there's an end note that says, to strengthen your faith in Our Lady's promises and God's absolute control over history, I would encourage you to read Father Maudsley's recent book, Crushing Satan's Head, and a hyperlink is given, which delves into the authentic fulfillment of God's inspired and inerrant word. So ends the article. So whether you believe the consecration of Russia has properly taken place or not, and I would tend to wonder with all the madness that's still going on in the world, we can do these things. Pray your rosary every day. Consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Wear the brown scapular faithfully. Offer prayer and penance. Practice the first Saturday devotion every month. Let us once again, friends, mention Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach located on the web at halo-soma.org in episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which I interview my sister and one of my wonderful nieces about RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system of communication for those non-speaking, for our non-speaking friends and family members. One of my nieces has non-speaking autism. Just as 
Sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf. So RPM has become a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers. Let's get the message out there. H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org and episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast because communication is a human right. And let us also pray for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail Joseph the Just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners, and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. By thy pure and immaculate conception, O Mary, obtain for me the conversion of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus, Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nor mortis nostri, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus, Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, Sicuderat in Principio et Nunc et Semper et in Secula Seculorum. Amen. Virgo Potens, ora per nobis. Sancti Osef Teradimonem, ora per nobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora per nobis. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 411 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in your charity. Please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for all of our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.